We are in a season of transitions with our children. Some of them are just starting kindergarten this year, while others of us have kids that have graduated high school or college. Clinging to the truths of the Bible help us to hold tightly to Jesus when our children begin to hit what a pastor friend of mine calls launching points. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Launching points in our children's lives begin very early and are defined as those moments where they begin to gain an independence from us and more dependence on the father. Launching points can happen as early as infancy when you leave your baby at daycare. Preschool is a launching point, kindergarten is a launching point, middle school, high school, college, and so on. These launching points can be hard on a parent and especially on us mamas. Our children come out of the womb completely dependent on us to sustain their lives. And as they grow and need us less, those moments signify a change in seasons for us. This week, we're going to be looking at significant disciplines that will help you navigate through those seasons of change with your children. Our prayer sheets will cover significant emotions you and your children will be encountering, and the devotions this week will encourage you to walk with Jesus through those transitions. But first, let me touch on a sensitive subject, and it's really a starting point in being able to let go as a parent. It is extremely easy for you to allow your children to become your idols. I've certainly been guilty of that. However, when you allow them to take first place in your life over God, the disciplines I'm about to share with you will be impossible to walk through in victory. You must first put God in his rightful place in your life, period. Exodus 20 verses 4 and 5 are very clear. You are not to have any idols. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the Bible follows that command to have no idols with cursing and blessing our children. Placing your children on a pedestal of idolatry will only ensure that it will come crashing down, leaving collateral damage no one wants to endure. So let's get started. Grief during these seasons is real, and we buy the lie that grief is foolish or inappropriate during these changes. The Bible says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. That's out of Matthew chapter 5, verse 4. Mourning or grief becomes very real as your children become more and more independent of you. I remember the grief of leaving my oldest at preschool for the very first time, and yet grief was one of the last things I expected to feel. It definitely caught me by surprise. Any kind of change, whether good or bad, will bring with it a certain amount of grief. The only way is through the grief and pain. There's no way around it. Choosing to ignore or justify grief will only result in having to deal with it much later in life. With every change in the seasons of life and parenting, there will be grief. As you make the choice to walk through it, God will bring you to a place of peace. We must allow ourselves to grieve those changes, even when they're good changes. The Bible tells us in Psalm 9, verse 10, 
Those who know your name will trust you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who trust in you. Trusting God as your children become more and more independent of you is a huge sanity saver. Trust is a choice, not a feeling. As each of my kids have walked out the door, the choice to trust them into the hands of God was an act of my will and not my feelings. The great thing about trusting God is he is completely who he says he is in the Bible, and he doesn't ever change like shifting shadows. You can fully trust him with your kids because he loves them more than you do, and he will never forsake those whose trust is in him. There is no safer place for your children than in the hands of a living God. He created them, and he has a plan and a purpose for their lives far greater than you can see or imagine. Knowing that God sees them when we don't and that he loves them more than we do gives us a peace that no matter what, they will be okay. Yes, there will be times when bad things happen, but thinking we can control those things is an illusion at best. You are a parent. That is what you do. So often it is easy to confuse who you are with what you do. We must trust God's word when it says, yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. That's out of John chapter one, verse 12. It's an easy mistake to make. After all, it's what you do all day. Your energy and focus is so much of the time it's keeping your head above water from day to day. First and foremost, you are a child of God, and there are no circumstances or changes in life that will alter your position in Christ. If we hang our hat on the identity of parenthood, we will be blown and tossed by every wave of change that comes our way. If your identity is tied to what you do on a daily basis, the seasons of change will be much, much harder to navigate. With every change of season of life, your identity changes with it. Hanging your hat on the, your true identity assures you that you won't have identity whiplash every time the seasons change. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray continually. I can't overemphasize the importance of praying for your children. The consistent prayer of a righteous parent will impact your children in powerful and effective ways. I'm not saying that they won't make some poor choices or go through some hard times, but prayer will be what paves a path for the Holy Spirit to work in their lives. When they do make poor choices or go through the hard times, prayer opens the door for the Holy Spirit to speak to them and guide them. It's easy to think that prayer won't make a difference. I'm sure that's what the enemy would love for you to believe. The truth is, the consistent, continual prayer for your children is what will make the difference in their lives. And let's wrap it up here is the, with this verse. For I know the plans I have for your children, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper them, not to harm them, and plans to give your children a hope and a future. That's out of Jeremiah 29, 11, And I purposely made that personal for emphasis. Understanding that God has a plan and a purpose for your children and wants to give them a hope and a future gives us peace that he is steering them in the direction he has for them. So often you can stand in the way of what God's plan is because you want your own plan for your children. 
You must choose to trust God's plan and purpose for your children. God's plans are far better than ours because he's the one who has equipped them to walk where he's called them. When your children find their created purpose and are walking in it, this is where they will find their greatest joy and abundance in life. So no matter how young or old our children are, navigating those launching points with God will help us to be strengthened spiritually and will strengthen our kids as well. The earlier we start, the more prepared we will be for those inevitable launching points to take that take them permanently out of our homes. As we pray these disciplines over our children this week, let us model what it looks like to walk in them every day. When they see us processing through and leaning on Jesus, they will too. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so, so much that you have a plan and a purpose, that we can trust you with our children, that we can pray for them and you see them even when we can't. Lord, thank you that you are holding our hands, but more importantly, we are placing our children's hands into yours. And that is the safest place we could ever put them. Lord, I pray for each mom and dad out there listening that you would give them strength and courage to launch their children into a dependent relationship on you. In Jesus' name, amen. This podcast has been brought to you by the Raising Kids on Your Knees Rest, Refresh, Renew Retreat held in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina. This year's retreat is being held on September 18th through the 20th. You can go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and get all the details as well as register. I hope to see you there.